Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am chatting with Bianca Smith all about simplifying your marketing because you know what, mamas? We tend to make it very, very complex, overwhelming, overcomplicated, and it doesn't have to be that way. So with that being said, Bianca, I am so happy that you are with me today. Thank you, Amy, so much for having me. This is going to be such a great topic for all of us to hear. So before we dive in, tell us more about yourself, who you are, what you do, and who you serve. All right. Well, hey, everyone. I am Bianca Smith. As Amy said, I am the owner of Simplified Marketing Services. We help financial professionals, so accountants, CFOs, CPAs, simplify their social media marketing. I'm a military spouse. I'm actually stationed in Madrid, Spain right now, um, and a mom of three. I actually have a 16-year-old, 17 and 19. So that is junior, senior, freshman in college. And Life is crazy right now. Um, my husband lives in Scotland, so it's just me and the kids and getting all that fun stuff ready for uh, graduation and senior year. Um, yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Yeah, I cannot imagine how chaotic it gets. You know, we always think life with littles, but you know, my dad always told me, little kids, little problems, big kids, big problems. I'm like, yeah, dad, as my <laughs> girls are getting older, I see what you're saying. It all makes sense. So yeah, every uh, season yeah. of life definitely comes with its own set of challenges. But marketing, circling back to that, marketing does not have to be as complicated as we're making it. So what advice can you give us of how we can really simplify marketing our business? Yeah, so I say that all the time. I do these Real Talk Tuesdays on Instagram, and I speak on that a lot about how we make marketing way too complicated than what it needs to be. We follow these gurus out there, and they're telling us to post 20 times a day and do five rows a day and be in your stories every two minutes. And people are setting their alarms to post stories, and they don't know what to post. And we spend so much time thinking about what to post that we don't post anything. Um, And so just really taking time to I like to just sit with myself sometimes and think of my business and my audience and what do I think they want to hear, the value that I want to give. Um, And then I'm like right now even doing my social media marketing strategy for the summer because summer's coming up, right? And we are... I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to be working that much, right? right? I don't want to be on social media every two minutes. And I think sometimes as business owners, we feel... And maybe some of you are influencers, but for many of us, we are not influencers. So we don't need to be pumping out all of this content, right? And just a few pieces of quality content will get you so far, especially if you're on platforms like LinkedIn, right? And so I like to sit down, especially with our clients, and they are overwhelmed when they come to us. They're a financial professional. They are, you know, depending on the year, right? They're doing uh, wrapping up bookkeeping for another the year. They're in tax season. And when they finally get a break, it's summer and they want to be home with their babies, right? And, and the last thing they want to be doing is social media. So this is where we step in and we say, we look at their marketing overall and we say, 
where can you show up? Because when you are hiring a social media marketing firm, you have to give them content. You have to show up. You still have to be active in social media. A lot of people think that they can just give you, you know, just say, hey, take everything. And that's not really how it works. So I like to first ask, where can you show up? Where do you like to show up? Um, sometimes we have to shift it. One of my clients last week said, I really love LinkedIn. And when we went over her analytics, she said, oh, you're going to push me to Instagram, aren't you? I said, that's what the numbers are showing. I'm sorry, but who you serve is actually, now your, your, your community, which is other financial professionals, yes, they're on LinkedIn. Those are going to be who you want to nurture, your, um, your referral community, your, your referral-based people, right? But Instagram is probably where your audience actually is. So we need to focus on both platforms. And so I also like to say it's not sometimes about us. It's about our audience, right? And so what they want. Um, and there are so many different ways that that you can actually, um, that I call like my simplifier method. So if you would like me to go over that, I can do that. Sure, sure. Before we dive into that, I, I love the few of the key points that you made that Number one, you know, we're constantly comparing ourselves to these, these influencers, these gurus and listening to it. And then we get so overwhelmed by it. And what we forget is a lot of these people have teams behind them. They're not the ones that are pushing out all of this content. Yes, they have to be involved in it. But, you know, all the editing, all the fancy transitions, this, that, and the other, mm -hmm. they have teams helping them. Even the captions, they have teams implementing this for them. And two, giving yourself that permission to pause, especially during the summer months, you know, that can be really hard. I like to take a pause during the summer and then again over the holidays because I yeah. want to be able to spend time with my kids. I want to enjoy that time because that is one thing I can't buy back is my time with them. If I want to say, hey, um, I really missed out on when my daughter was six years old. I can't go back in time. I can't pay somebody to let me go back. So that's why this is so important. And the other thing you said, looking at your numbers. Oh my gosh, you are speaking my love language there. Because I think as business owners, that's it's such an obvious thing, but it's something we forget to do. We forget to look at the data and make decisions based off of the data because we get so involved with one thing or the other. And for whatever reason, we get wrapped up in it that we forget to actually look at the numbers and see, okay, where are those leads coming in? Where am mm -hmm. I really generating revenue? How are my analytics? What posts are performing well? And then repurpose that content. Like we don't have to make this complicated. And I just, oh, oh <laughs> I, I can I talk it. about repurposing content all day. And I think because all of my clients are in the financial industry and I have an MBA in accounting. So it's my background as well. I love numbers. And so when I sit down with my clients, they are so excited. Like, okay, what are the numbers saying? And, and it's like, but sometimes we look at the followers and it's like, no, it's not all about the followers. How many people saved your content? I had a client this, uh, we did her analytics for quarter one. She had 51 saves over her content. Like that tells Instagram, wow, this is worthy. People are liking it. They're saving it. They're sharing it. Um, and there's so many analytics to look at than just the follower count. And I always tell my, my clients, we don't focus on followers. We focus on the value. We focus on other things. How many website clicks do you have? So we're looking at the analytics as a whole. And then I come in and I tell like this, this story. And then we go in and say, I know that you may like, for example, infographics, but nobody likes them. You know, at least when it comes to your content, they're not saving it. They're not liking it. They're not commenting. But carousels, wow, they're saving it. They're commenting. We need to do more carousels. And that's why the looking at your analytics is so important. 
So, so good. And I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that about the follower count because followers don't pay the bills. If none of those followers are converting into clients, you're just treading water and not actually making any forward progress. So thank you for reaffirming that in our minds that, all right, it's, it's just a number. Let's actually look into what matters, those saves, those shares, the, the actual engagement of the community that you have already. I think so many times we're focused on gaining new followers that we forget to nurture the people that are already within our community. I say that all the time. Sometimes we're so focused on getting new followers and bringing them in. But it's like, what about the people that are already following you, right? Yeah. That chose to follow you. And I am big on engagement. And when you don't respond to like your community and your comments, I always say, I find it a little disrespectful because they took time out of their day to comment, show love. And you didn't even like their posts or comment back. And social media is a lot about engagement. And then I actually went on a rant last week, I believe. You guys want to check out my Instagram? I do a lot of those that in order to give engagement, in order to get engagement, you have to give engagement. Oh, that's so good because we forget that social media, the first part of it is social. Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> not just media. It's not a billboard. It's social. We need to be engaging. So thank you for that. So let's dive a little bit deeper into your simplified method that you were touching upon. What do you, yeah. how can you guide us through this process so we can stop overcomplicating things? Yeah. So this one is going to take some work. So it's not just as simple as posting, but if you're just posting, then I feel like you're wasting your time. Right. And so I always say, start with understanding who your target audience is, because if when you're marketing your business, you need to know who are you marketing to? You know, you can't. Okay. If you're just talking about random stuff, but you're not getting any sales, it's probably because nobody knows you're talking to them. Um, and I always like to act like I'm talking to one person. Like I know my target audience is a mom who is between the age of probably 25 and maybe 50. And she has at least one, if not two kids. She is a busy mom. Um, I sometimes like to target military spouses because we move a lot. And these are moms who just don't have the time to work on their marketing. And so that is my target audience. Um, we work with women entrepreneurs. Um, and so once you really understand who your target audience is, that's going to make marketing so much easier. So it's their demographics, their needs, their preferences. Um, so the more you can really dig deep into that, that is going to, I feel like, is like the core of your marketing overall, because now you know exactly who to talk to. Um, the second thing we like to touch on is defining your value proposition. So that is what is the benefit or the solution that your business is offering to your target audience, right? So we can't talk about our benefits and solutions if we don't know how that's going to benefit our target audience. And that is what's going to set you apart from your competitors is really, you know, looking at that value that your business brings to your target audience. Um, the third one is consistent branding. Okay. You don't have to go, listen, I just love social media right now because you don't need a picture perfect feed. Actually, nobody wants a picture perfect feed. All right. I will be honest. If you go to mine, it is not picture perfect, 
but I have a style, but everything's on brand, right? You're going to notice the, the blush in my color, the blues, the grays, um, and almost everything I do. You're going to notice my messaging, which I talk a lot about simplifying your marketing, but also work-life integration. Um, I talk about taking time off from social media, taking time off for the business. Like I didn't even post on social media this week and I don't care. I didn't feel like being on there. I didn't have time. I'm dealing with graduation right now and social media just wasn't top of mind, right? And your tone of voice, right? Like people know when they come to, to my Instagram or my LinkedIn, they're going to get probably some real talk about social media. And then tying in what I always do with our clients as well is your mission, vision, and values. So once I'm all about family, um, everybody knows that. And sometimes people will say, Bianca, you know, she's all about her family. And it's like, how do they know that? They know that because I keep saying it. I'm all about family. I'm all about work life. And people always DM me and come to me and like, how do you do that? My team thinks, how are you working all the time? And other people thinking, do you ever work? You know, and it's because I, yes, I may, be, I may work three hours like intentionally and get everything done, but I will probably be at a rooftop bar in Madrid for the next three hours enjoying the Madrid and all in the same day because that's how I plan my day. Um, and I don't like to work too many hours. Exactly. Um, you want to live your the, life, right? Yes. And I live in Madrid. Who doesn't want to enjoy sunny Madrid all the time? And so I do work though. When I work, I work. And when I play, I play. Um, and the fourth thing is automation tools. So... I think what hurts a lot of people is not coming up with like a content calendar, right? And you are just posting on the fly. You don't know what to post and you're doing it manually. But if you can create a content calendar that says, this is my business. This is what I want to talk about. Like we talk about content repurposing a lot. We talk about social media tips. We talk about social media marketing and so what are those themes you want to talk about? And then once we create our content, we actually schedule everything. Even for our clients, everything is scheduled for the month and we don't have to worry about it for the next month. Um, so that's going to help you also save time as well. And then the last one is value to your potential clients, right? Um, focusing on the value you can provide them, um, engaging with them, giving some um, educational content. So those are the five things we really focus on when we're doing our own marketing and doing our clients' marketing as well. Absolutely incredible. Because what you just described, it's not the glamorous, you know, Instagram worthy behind the scenes that we are all, you know, craving and desire. But that's the work you need to do. You need to get so crystal clear on the framework that Bianca just outlined for you. And when you do that deep dive, when you do this work of uncovering, who the heck are you talking to? Really clarifying your voice, your brand, your messaging, even your mission and values. It makes everything so much less complicated because you're talking to one person. So you're solving things, the one thing for the one person with the one problem, with the one solution. Mm -hmm. It really is powerful. So take the time to implement the steps that she has taught you. And Bianca, I love too how you touched upon, you know what? Last week I didn't post and guess what? The world still went on because 
especially as a mom, there are going to be times when life is just chaotic. And yes, in a perfect world, we would be posting consistently every single day. But you know what, mama, like your mental health, your well-being mm -hmm. is always going to need to be priority because if you don't have that, everything else is going to be so much harder. And we have to remember to make the time to play, you know, have fun and yes. get out there and enjoy life. Like you said, you're in Madrid right now, like enjoy it because who knows where the next move will be or, you know, relocation. And that's just, I, I commend you because that is a hard, <laughs> hard lifestyle. And wow. It is hard. It nice. is very hard. Like we, we're, you know, we're due to, we, you know, our orders expire in July. That's two yeah. months from now. We don't know where we're going to be. Right. Honestly, I don't know if we're going to be in Spain, if we're going to be somewhere else, if we're going to have to move. So it's a very stressful time yeah. in my life. And social media is not a priority, a priority right now. So what I do is, I show up when I can and where I can. So exactly. on LinkedIn, I love to just go on LinkedIn and be real and raw. And it's like, what am I feeling right now? What, you know, is going through my mind? And then I pop I'm on an Instagram, I'm usually in stories. So I show up a lot in stories because that's where actually people are a lot, not in your feed. And so your feed is great. But if you just want to show up for 10, 15 minutes, go to your stories, go to your stories. And those, those are those first couple of people are going to be people who you um, engage with the most. And then I like to do what I do is like the price is right. And <laughs> when they spend the will, I like to spend left because we, chances are we don't connect with all those people to them because they don't pop up in our feed a lot because we're so focused on the first 10, 15 people every day. That's all we have. And you see them every day and that's good, but get some new people. And the best way to do that is just scroll left and just stop <laughs> and just start connecting with those people. So I do kind of like a price is right on my Instagram stories. Bianca, next time I, I am totally going to do that and think of you and the price is right from every day now on just spin left. You know, just spin left. And then also, you know, two, I think uh, two weeks ago, I was busy too and I couldn't post. And so I went through ever since January, what was the most um, top performing post? And I reposted every single one, the same photo, the same copy, this everything. And you'll be surprised because the percentage of people that see our feed is very small, like like less than 5%, like very small. And so whenever I'm like really stuck, I just repurpose my content. You can post the same thing or you can change the copy or change the photo. Um, we had a client where we post this one graphic every single quarter. And we've done that for about 18 months. Last quarter, for some reason, it went viral. I don't know what happened, but she had to do a live on it. It got so many comments and likes. And I'm like, we post this at least once a quarter. So yeah. that's why when you're stuck and you're like, oh, I'm busy with the kids and it's summer or back to school or holidays, but you still want to be active on social, just repurpose what you already have. It's okay. Actually, repurposing your content should be part of your marketing strategy, actually. <laughs> oh, definitely. 100%. Because you're right with the organic reach. It's so low. And you think about there's always new people coming into our world. So chances are, they haven't seen it, and they're not going to yeah. remember it. So I mean, I don't even remember the last five posts that I've put up there. I have no clue what they were. I think <laughs> I have a general idea. But I don't know what they were. So if I can't remember, and I'm the one that actually put them up there, how do I expect anybody else to be able to recall it? So yeah, don't be afraid to repurpose your content. Like you said, you know, especially the ones that have exactly the same thing that have gotten those, those that engagement, those saves, those shares. 
use it again because it's going to reach new people. And it's through the stories that really break down that whole no like trust factor. So it really yeah. speeds up that process because even though you're not constantly like pushing, you know, what you do and, you know, providing all of this value, people are getting to know you. And at the end of the day, that's what people buy from. People buy from people. They don't care about, you know, all the other stuff. They're like, oh, wait, she's a military spouse. So am I. Wait, she's got kids in high school. I'm going through the same thing. You start to build those bridges. You build relationships and it makes you human. It connects yes, you. And humanize that right there, your brand. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I think we've been so afraid to do that for so long. Partly because of, you know, perfectionist tendencies. It's like, oh, I don't know. But no, show up, be you. Like, it's too exhausting to be anybody else. Yeah, it's too exhausting it, to know? be perfect. You know, I the reason I love stories, and I think I'm talking about stories a lot because all of June content is going to be about stories. And yeah. I talk a lot about humanizing your brand, especially for the financial industry, because people, that industry could be a little type A. And it's like, we need to make you, like, let people know you and like you and trust you because you're dealing with their money. So we spend a lot of time on relatability with that industry. But the one thing I love about stories is a lot of people overthink it. And they're like, I don't know what to post. I'm like, and I, a client emailed me one day and she said, Bianca, I'm struggling with stories. And I said, what are you doing right now? She was like, I'm in my office. I said, great, take a picture and put it in stories. Tell people, yeah. what are you doing today? You got a meeting today. You got to pick up your kids from ballet. I said, just do your day. Are you going for a walk? Take a picture. I said, you can even turn that into B-roll. You could make a video instead of doing that and post a I don't a motivational quote on there. So B-roll is all the rage right now, right? Um, but also sometimes just put your phone away. I think sometimes, yeah. especially for me, we live in this world where B-roll, 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 and everything, everything is content, right? And we are going for a walk and we're pulling out our phone or we're at a restaurant, we're taking pictures of food and it's sometimes just enjoy the moment. But if you are struggling with stories, if your office is a mess, so what? Post your office is a mess. Yeah, um, yeah uh, it's just, people want to see, they want to see the real rawness of that. If, the, if, you, if you feel comfortable posting your kids, post that, you know, you're at, you know, your kid's music night at school and, you know, or whatever is going on in your life that you feel like you want to share. What we share is a very small fraction of our life, but you will see me in stories probably more than anything else. I'm in stories probably three, four days a week. Everybody knows that Cafe Pona changed Spanish life. So probably every day I'm posting a coffee pic because I'm usually at a cafe. Um, the other days I'm usually outside in the mornings I do my devotion. And if I feel like one of the scriptures in my Bible captures something, I was I would just take a pic and I would actually share that. And the amount of Christian people I connect with that before I did that is amazing. And so you never know what's gonna resonate with people. So just go with stories and just, I like to have fun. And you can post polls and stickers and emojis. And a simple thing is what I like to tell people on Sundays don't, or one day a week don't post. Let your story expire for 24 hours and then come back the next day. Usually for me, it's Monday. And I usually just take a picture of me sitting outside with my cafe con leche and my Bible. And I may say something like, how was your weekend? With the little um, a, a little um, sticker that you, know, you can slide right, you know, or a poll, you know, what did you do this week? Or just a question box. And that is going to up your engagement a lot on social media is by doing just fun thing and stories. Exactly. Having fun, sharing life, <laughs> just being relatable. I remember last week, I my kids were watching, I walked 
walked into the room and they were watching the Smurfs. There's, I guess, a new version of the Smurfs cartoon. And I, you know, I just threw up a random poll. I'm like, you know, who remembers the old version of the Smurfs when they were growing up? <laughs> the engagement on things like that, it's just wild. But again, because people relate to that, they can relate to people. And of course, you know, it's like a no barrier to entry. I'm not asking them to bear their soul to me. I'm just like, hey, remember the Smurfs? Like, I guess they're back. I don't know. Apparently we can't create anything new anymore with cartoons. So, <laughs> and that had nothing to do with your business, right? right exactly. But it got so much engagement and right. it's even reels. The reels that we spend, people spend hours on the reels. And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, I don't have, I have a life. I don't have time. Like I literally do four reels in like an hour. I don't, people spend an hour or two on one reel, yeah. but it's those reels that you just say, oh, you know, I got a reel real quick that actually do better than the ones that you spend so much time doing and making them perfect um so just just get it out done is better than perfect um and just do what you can show up where you can um and just find that one or two platform to focus on you do not have to be on facebook on instagram on linkedin on tiktok and be real and and all and what is the new one lemonade you do not have oh, to yeah. be on all these different ones as a marketer i do try them out lemonade wasn't my thing be real is kind of going down so as a marketer i do tend to try things right or twitter um just focus on one and two because then you can really get to know that platform so if if you're starting out, um, just focus on one. And I like to say Instagram because I feel like Instagram encompasses everything. You have yeah. video, you have reels, you have static posts, you have stories, you got broad uh, channels now. And there's so much you can do with Instagram that I feel like is easier and the engagement is easier than all the other platforms. And you get to really understand like highlights and how to use it. And then, you know, maybe bring in Facebook, maybe bring in LinkedIn. There's a different, LinkedIn is a little bit different, but um, you might want to wait on that unless that's your thing, but just focus on one and then, you know, bring in a couple. Such great advice. Oh my gosh. Bianca, the amount of value and tips and wisdom you shared is just phenomenal. Thank you so much. So how can we get into your world and learn more about you? Yeah. So again, you can catch me on Instagram at Simplified Marketing Services. Come answer my polls, DM me. Um, I love coffee chats as well. Um, I'm on LinkedIn at Simplified Marketing Services as well. Amazing. All right. Thank you so much, Bianca, for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your value. This was amazing. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.